Hey guys, what's up? This is hashtag behind relationship goals. I'm Fofo. And I'm Bone. <laughs> Pardon my super duper long legs. I'm using a wide lens and I don't want to fold them in because Saba is sleeping on me and she's super cute. When we do the podcast, it's like Saba's extra nap time. The podcast is therapeutic even for doggies. Yes. <laughs> As we move on, the topic of our podcast for today is... Is money, money, money. Yeah. It's so funny. To give you guys a brief background, we actually had a money episode already. Mm -hmm. This was way back before we were even married. It was entitled... No Money, No Honey. And I guess the difference between this podcast and then is... That we're married now. Getting married unlocks so many different things that you can talk about openly yeah. that you have to eventually discuss and deal with and face if before you are hiding from them or refusing or avoiding to discuss certain money issues. Yeah, so if you guys want to check it out, just search for our podcast episode, No Money, No Honey. At least you can get a perspective from a couple that wasn't married yet at that time. But we have a quite a slightly different perspective now, I think. I don't think a lot has changed from how we used to handle money, but we weren't as open about it before. I don't think a lot has changed. I agree with you because we've had our financial foundation quite set. Mm -hmm. However, a lot is going to change in terms of how we present and talk to the viewers yes. <laughs> because like I said back then, we were not married. So we were being very careful on what we were sharing because we didn't want to make it seem like we were overdoing it. But now, I guess it's more no holds barred. Yeah. Our sharing and the stories and the insights and issues that we're going to tackle right now, we can more freely talk about it now. It's an upgraded no money, no honey podcast, I assume. It's an important factor because like, once a couple gets married, people always say, na, ah, now you're going to have to talk about money. I would say that I have a lot of friends that when we talk about marriage, the thing that they always stress about is, oh yeah, we had the money talk already. And it's like a stressful topic for them as a couple. Oh, yeah. Hey, that is true. It's similar to how parents have that how to make a baby how talk a baby with my talk, kids. Yeah. So I guess with new couples or new relationships even, oh yeah. We had the money talk. The money talk. That is true, though. That yeah. is true. I guess we've been together for so long that sometimes these kinds of issues kind of fly above our heads and we completely miss it. Mm -mm. But when you remind me of it, I'm like, ah, yeah, that is a thing. Okay. I remember asking a co-actor before who just got married at that time. Tapos tayo, like we were secretly engaged. So I go, how is it like being married? And then... Wait, who is this? Who is this? Okay, game. Okay. That, <laughs> <laughs> I asked my co-actor, how is it being married? Tapos sabi niya, yeah, I mean, it's great, it's fun, but we finally talked about money and it was very interesting because I have my own money and then my partner has their own money. Obviously, I'm not saying any like <laughs> he or she because I don't want you to guys try to figure it okay, out. Okay, but anyway, what but happened? Apparently for them, they have their own money separately and they don't touch each other's like personal funds and then they have a fund that they put together for their family. Oh, so, so para my three accounts. Yeah, so the husband will spend his own money and then the wife won't question that. And then the wife will spend her own money on whatever she wants and then the husband won't question that. And then whatever they put in their pool pot of money, yun yung 
kailangan nila tutukan. Oh, that is so interesting. It's very, very It's different. very different from how we that do it. That is the complete opposite of the way we handle our money here at home. It's interesting how you got to that conversation. How did you get to that financial conversation? Parang it was just like what I think I asked, what would you say are the things that change when you get married? Because I was curious and mm-hmm. I was just curious on how other people do things. He wasn't giving me details or anything, but yung sinabi niya na, oh yeah, because a lot of things change, perspectives change when you start talking about things that you didn't used to before, like money. That is so interesting. I'd like to get back to that case study. Mm-mm. Now we move on with a bit of trivia. There was a study in the US which was done and and the leading cause of divorce in the U.S. is infidelity. But the second leading cause is actually money problems. That's intense. Yeah, is it intense? But is it surprising to you? Because to me, 10 years of being with you and dealing with money problems and issues and concerns, it doesn't surprise me. If I'm going to look at my family, it also doesn't surprise me. <laughs> right? Because, I mean, each family has their own share of problems and definitely financial was one of them for our family at a certain point. It's tough because as a child, you don't really see or know what these problems are. But as you grow older and start learning things from family and friends, you're like, oh, no wonder people like mom or dad were acting a certain way. And I guess generally talking about money problems within relationships, it's really difficult. You have two options. Mm-hmm. Talk about it or sweep it under the rug. If you don't talk about it, lalaki lang yung problema and posibleng biglang sumabog na lang yan later on. And okay. it becomes just a huge fight, right? I mean, it will yeah. balloon. Let's say utang yun. Uh-oh. And utang na lumolobo at lumalaki na lumalaki. Yes, eventually it will explode on your faces and it's gonna be a problem you'll have to deal with. But the other option is talk about it. Pero... If you guys don't see eye to eye when you're talking about it, baka maging mas malaking away yeah. pa. I see the conundrum and the dilemma of money problems and dealing with it in a relationship because it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. There are different ways to tackle this and we already talked about you know, the first couple of times that we started delving into like the money talk together. Yeah, we also explained in the previous podcast how we first became aware of money how our family environment affected that yes and affected us and our knowledge and awareness of financial issues but i think it's important like let's go off from the person that i was talking to na sila mag-asawa they have their own funds and then they have a family fund we're both married and we both have you know a certain income how do we go about that because i'm sure like people will say na hindi akin to sayo to this is something i touched on already in the previous podcast but i'll dive into it a little bit more for this episode because bonizi and i have been together for 10 years and we were engaged for how long? Five years? Half a decade. Six years? There came a point into the engagement where we became more comfortable talking about finances. When it comes to answering your question about budgets, we came up with a system. And I don't mind sharing the system. We're not going to get into numbers anyway. The system is, as I mentioned before, we have two accounts. You still need that. Yes. But every single expense made by myself or Bonizi or the household comes from my account. I know that that can be shocking to hear, but there are so many motivations behind this choice. Oh wait, expound mo pa. Kasi lahat ng expenses sa'yo, sa account mo nang gagaling, that's all your earnings. But from my earnings and my account, 
everything goes into savings. Yes. So let's say my pay slip ako from GMA goes into my account, but yun nga, all credit card expenses, household grocery, salary, miscellaneous gaming, coffee, that all comes from me. In Bonizi's account, pag binuksan mo yung balance statement niya, makakita nyo na puro income lang yung pumapasok. <laughs> So, poor deposits lang, almost zero expenses on Bonizi's I part. Think, I think the only thing that I really spend on is the phone bills because I pay for that with my account. Yeah, yeah. And my own gaming expenses. And of course, if it's super inconvenient, uy, Fofo, can you pay for this? <laughs> and then I'm like in the middle of work or doing something. Then of course, she can pay for it naman. We just record it. But that is the basic system that we've had. And we've been doing this for four years already? Yeah. Around four years. Since before we got married. So three and a half years before we got married, we were already doing the system. So, medyo sanay na talaga kami sa ganitong sistema. Yes. Now, the reasons. The very first one is organization and clarity. It's so much easier to reconcile expenses if it's coming from one account. Okay, mm-hmm. Bonizi has a couple. Pero if it's just a handful of expenses, ang dali lang i-transfer. Sobrang hirap kung madami akong expenses. Si Bonizi, madaming expenses. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, and here's another thing. When we do this, I don't discriminate. It doesn't matter if I spend it or she spent it. It doesn't matter if Bonizi's expenses were like 90% of all the ano. It doesn't matter. Basta pasok sa budget, Okay lang yan. We don't say, hey, you spent this much, dapat I can spend this <laughs> walang much. Because that turns, oh, yeah. walang competition. There's a good reason behind that. Bakit walang panunumbat? It's because if I want to spend something, I go to you and say, hey, Fofo, there's something that I really want to buy. Can you go over it with me? Okay. So we analyze our spending or like the things that we want to buy together. So yes, all expenses come from my account and Bonizi, all her income goes to her account and there's almost zero expenses. The organization and clarity and second is good vibes. Mm-hmm. Imagine you have an account na walang lumalabas na pera. Puro income lang. <laughs> And sometimes you forget about it because there are some months I just look at my account because that's the only active account out there and all the checks just passively and automatically go into Bones' account. So when we look back into Bones' account, we're like, oh my God. Dami natin na save. Ang daming na save kasi wala tayong expenses, walang expenses dun, sa dun sa account na yun. Para sa amin, may psychological effect rin siya uh-uh. na ang saya rin sa feeling. So there are times na parang bumabagsak talaga yung pera sa account ko especially when there are times there are no work or walang pumapasok na pera or mahirap yung collections. But whenever we look at Bonizi's account, we're like, ay, sarap naman. Okay mm-hmm. tayo. Okay pa tayo. I think those two are the most prominent motivations for using this style of finance. So organization and clarity and good vibes. I love it. And especially during these times na, you know, wala tayong mga collections masyado, wala masyadong work, kayod talaga kung kayod. So it's a nice feeling na, ah, okay, meron ako rainy day fund. Meron ako naitabi na pera during those times that we did have continuous work. Now that we explained ano yung system natin, what are the details of that system, Bones? How do we budget? For Mick and I, para we're always on top of our budget and our finances. Mikael, being the more mathematical and finance type of person, that's that's his hobby, guys. Pasalamat na lang ako that my husband loves money and numbers. Well, that he loves numbers. I numbers think that, naman. Grabe um, naman yung loves money para no, akong no, super no. villain. No, he likes <laughs> computing. I don't know. Okay. He likes numbers. And at first... He tried to teach me how to do these things, which I'm very thankful for. At least I know how to manage the income and the outcome of the money. 
Tama ba yung pagsabi ko? Income and expenses. Income and expenses. But yeah, income and outcome, technically. Yeah, so that works. the expenses and the income. But the thing is, hindi talaga ako magaling sa ganon. Writing down expenses is really a weakness for me, and Mikael will be the one to manage everything. So that was the first step for us. If we would fight over me having to write down expenses at di ko magawa yun, our solution was that Mikael would be the one to manage it because he was better at doing it. Diba? Okay. Don't you agree on that? There are certain things I don't completely agree on. One thing that you said where it is your weakness when it comes to numbers and finance. But the thing is, I don't believe that. I don't agree with you that it is your weakness. I think it's just something that you're afraid of because everybody can add and subtract. Everybody can use a calculator. All it really requires is discipline. There's no calculus or trigonometry when it comes to handling your household expenses. Yeah. It is literally 5% addition and subtraction and 95% discipline. Okay, so my weakness is discipline. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> Not finance. And I, I think that's a distinction that everybody needs to know. Because they're scared of the 5%. They're scared of the math. When the math is just addition subtraction and you can use a calculator to do that. But it's the discipline because when you actually finally add up those numbers, they reflect your personality yeah. and how well you've been dealing with your circumstances. And I think that is what people are afraid of. And I think that is what you are afraid of because like I said, the math ain't difficult. It's cool. Okay, so okay. my weakness is discipline. <laughs> yeah. And I think fear of knowing the truth. The truth hurts. Yeah. Especially does. if you kind of have an inkling that you haven't been doing a good job. That's scary. And I understand that. It's just that I don't care about it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. If I did a bad job, I need to find out. How am I going to get better? Okay. At least that's the way I think. But anyway, let's move back. How do we budget for the house? Okay. So how do we come up with the actual amounts for our budgets? First off, we lay down any money out that we need. I would say rent is part of that. So you have the rent. You have the usual household expenses, utilities. So that would be electricity and water. Okay, but how do you get to the amounts? Because everybody has utilities. Most people have rent. Yeah. Some have drivers mm -hmm. and help, but... How do you budget the amount? I'm curious. At the same time, this podcast is actually a test for Bonizi. <laughs> I mean, she knows these concepts, but she's afraid of elaborating on it because she might make a mistake. It's okay. I can already feel your anxiety talking yeah, about it. Okay. So, chill. Okay, first we list Breathe. down... Okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. First, we list down any unavoidable expenses. So these would be things now we have to pay for because they're a part of our daily lives. And then that's categorized in one corner. And on the next corner, it would be anything additional. So these would be things that we want to spend on. So that would be like eating out. That would be gaming, extra coffee that we want to buy. So these are just extra things that we might not need, but we want to buy sana. Okay, and what's the next step? The next step is... I like this. <laughs> I'm grilling bone easy. The next step is putting into another corner how much money you and your partner make in a month. Because it's important to see kung yung income nyo and you tie that in with the expenses <laughs> that you have. I'm crying because I'm feeling so... Ah, <laughs> You're crying talking about what? No, I'm, I'm not, so happy. She got to the next step. Continue. You're doing a great Ooh, job. I'm so nervous talking about this. Going with the flow. Okay, so now you have your unavoidable expenses. You have your wants. And then you have the money that you make. So you 
tie in your money that you make with your unavoidable expenses. Ano yung matitira doon? So let's say you have 100 pesos and your unavoidable expenses are 50 pesos, okay? So now you have 50 pesos left out of that 100 that you earn in a month. You're gonna see there, ano doon yung kailangan ko isave doon sa 50 pesos? Kasi importante yeah. na may savings tayo. How much money do we save from that? For us, a good percentage. So out of 100 pesos, we save a good amount. Out of, out of the 50 pesos, kunwari? Out of the 100 pesos, that's how I do it. But what about our unavoidable expenses? For me, savings are an unavoidable expense. Ah, yeah. Oh, nga pala, you have a category that says savings and unavoidable expenses. And it's not something where you just get pag may extra ka. Every month, we take a part of our sueldo and it's a fixed amount, and that's what we save. That was very long and winding, Bonizi. I'm sorry. But it's okay. You did a good job because I think you hit very important points. So to help Bonizi out, when it comes to budgeting, let's say you have 100 pesos that you earn every month. The highest priority, meaning yung unavoidable expense, non-negotiable, for me, is savings. So you have a certain amount or a certain percent, let's say 20%, which is a lot. But no matter what, 20% is the first thing to go and that becomes savings. And I have done that every single month since I started work, nonstop. And I'm super proud that I've never missed a month. And that is something that I can hold on to in terms of being proud of my own discipline. After the savings becomes your non-negotiable expenses as well, which are your utilities, your rent, things that come in monthly regardless of what is happening. Yeah. And then... Kung ano yung matira, let's say 50 pesos yung matira or 50% of your income ang matira, that's where you have to budget what are your optional or unnecessary expenses, which is like gaming, coffee, things that you can live without. These are luxury expenses. Yes. Kumbaga. Here's the thing. When it comes to luxury expenses, just because we have 50 pesos doesn't mean na kailangan namin ubusin yun. I have a couple of friends and relatives na para sa kanila, pag nakita nila may natirang 50 pesos after all the usual expenses, overhead expenses, galit na galit sila sa pera. They're like, oh, we gotta spend this. One night spending, let's go. Oh, and I'm like, bakit galit na galit kayo sa pera? One time, big time sila for the rest of those days that they're waiting for their next paycheck. They're like, oh man, hassle, I have no money. Technically, it's not a bad thing for them to spend this money because, yeah. I mean, it's their money, it's what makes them happy. But, do you think that it's a hindrance to them if they keep spending without realizing na, oh no, wala pala na save or wala rainy day fund for the next month? I can't speak for others, but for me, I was smart with my first 50%. I tried to play it as smart as I could, putting it in savings, making sure I pay for my overhead expenses on time. So the last 50%, if I'm irresponsible with it, parang in a way, feeling ko naka-cancel out yung discipline ko sa first 50%. Okay. So why is it that you can be disciplined with your first 50% and undisciplined with your second 50%? Parang it doesn't make sense for me. Okay, so... So we, you still have to maintain discipline when spending that extra cash. Because I'm thinking like, maybe some people will be like, what makes them happy? Diba? They spend on things that make them happy. Like yeah. whether we like it or not, there really are material things that will boost joy in people. Parang they'll say na, bakit di ko gagasusin to? Eh, 
reward ko to sa sarili ko na nagpakahirap ako sa work ko and don't I deserve to spend the money that I earn? Hey, I have a nice response to that. It's actually a story about us. Okay. Let's say we do have extra money. And like you said, we spend this on coffee and gaming mostly. Mm-hmm. But do you agree that we don't endlessly and infinitely spend on coffee and gaming? I agree. So for me and Bones, when we want to make a big gaming purchase, let's say it's a chair. Let's say a gaming chair. It costs anywhere from five to 15,000 pesos. So we'll sit down on it and we'll talk about it. I'm like, Bonizi, you want a gaming chair. Let's talk about the pros and cons. Let's talk about why. Why you need it. Is this something that you will actually really use? Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's important to just ask those questions and it should be okay. Because if you ask me, you should yeah. Same with me, vice versa. If there's something that I wanted to buy, I think what others go through though is that kung itanong mo yon, they'll say, "Bakit ka ba nakikialam? Reward ko to sa sarili ko, wag ka na makialam." And the thing is, it's not like you're being stopped right away. It's just that you're being given questions to think about to know if you really, really want this purchase. Kasi malaki nga siya. Alright, so let's give them an example. I want to have like a little exercise where we show people how we talk about the things that we want to spend on. Actually, you know, why don't we use a real example right now? We're building out our studio over here. As you can see, we have a lot of new items. Medyo magulo siya. Bonizi, what is one thing that you want to buy for the studio that we've been discussing? Let's discuss it right now. I want to buy, like, neon lights. No, bigger one. Bigger? Bigger. bigger. <gasps> the desk. The desk. So, Mikael and I want to buy a desk where umaakyat baba siya. So it goes up and down and then there are like buttons where you can automatically make it go up and down. So it's really cool. So it's a motorized computer desk and you can use it when you're sitting down and because there's a motor, if you want to use it as a stand-up desk, that can happen as well. It's quite expensive. We're looking at options here in the Philippines and, and, abroad. and abroad. So, of course, shipping and taxes, that's going to be extra cost. Pa. Yeah. So, definitely a pricey purchase. And the thing is, we've been okay with our tables here. Sa totoo lang, we have these super cheap foldable tables. Yan, yung mga buy one, take one na. Yo, oh, yung tipong $7.50 pag on sale, tas buy one, take oh, one. Oh. But it's been okay. It carries the computer. Hindi pa naman sila bumabagsak. Yes, a bit flimsy. Yeah. But it works for us. And then Bonizi and I saw these super cool-looking motorized tables, which is like 50 times more expensive than those. What are we talking about here? Okay, so one is we talk about the price because that's important because that's money out. Second one is do we really need this kind of table because we have two beautiful tables behind our camera. We built them from like these pieces and like an instruction manual. And they were like just three times more expensive than the foldable table that we have now. Yeah, they were like 2,500 bucks. They're pretty good. They're pretty okay. A bit flimsy, but they do its job. Now, this other one is cool. It goes up and down. It's motorized. It's way more sturdy, but it's way more pricey. So the question is, why haven't we bought them yet? Because it's expensive. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, what was the thought process as into that? And what do we need to talk about to make that purchase? Is it going to be useful to us? Yeah, that's basically it. So it really is the practicality of it all. One thing that I tell Bones is we have shifted to a completely work-from-home setup. We're doing the vlogs, the podcast. We're doing streams and content creation from our home. And I told her, if this piece of furniture or whatever we're going to purchase 
will actually help us do our work more efficiently, mm -hmm. then yes, let's buy it. If the quality matters, if the quality of the item matters and we need to spend more for the quality, but it will make us more efficient, then yes. I it think is okay. I, I think a good example for something that we actually went on purchasing is we actually bought studio lights ah. recently. So we got these RGB lights and they change. They have like storm effects, candle effects. Basta cool siya. But it's a bit pricey. I was telling Mikael, hey, look at this. I think it's a good buy. It's a bit pricey. But since we're doing a lot of online content, I think it'll be a good investment for us. Yeah. And I think it'll be good because the client will see that we took an extra mile to make the quality of our videos look nicer. Sana mapansin nila. If not, but okay lang yun. At least deep inside, we know na gumaganda yung quality ng, ano ko ah, ng content ko. Ah. That's a really, really good example. The reason why I wanted us to invest in it is because these brands invest in us to be able to put outputs na maganda yung quality, that we promote their brands. And I don't want to just do like a video na puchu-puchu lang or like just show like the product. I really want something to emphasize na these products are amazing. These brands paid us well. So I want to be able to give them high quality videos for them. The lights that we bought, these are commercial grade lights. They're, so, okay, they're super duper expensive, at least relative to what I'm used to and the, the house lights yeah. that you usually buy. But like Bonizi said, it immensely added so much more value to the content that we produce. And yes, the brands come in, they're giving us a good amount of money to create content for them. We want to be able to give that back. And the way that we show we are giving back that value to them mm -hmm. in terms of content is by providing the highest quality that we can to our abilities. I'm not a DOP, Bonizi is not a DOP either. But if there's equipment that can help us make our work look better, then we will invest in that. It's very clear to see how you can ROI on the investment as well. It's nice if you're able to measure the return on your investment. The second thing is when people start noticing, oh my God, ang ganda ng quality, kahit in passing lang, mm -hmm. it's nice to know. Not everybody will notice it. 95% of the people will not notice the quality of your content has improved yeah. because of equipment. But the 5% that do, it's super duper fulfilling. What about expenses like our gaming expenses? Because it's something we've talked about in the past. But if you're going to look at it from an outsider's point of view, I mean, you're just spending money on a game. Yeah. And then, ano yung mangyayari doon? Like, your account's just going to be there. What happens when you don't play the game anymore? We just talked about an investment kind of expense where there is an ROI. Yes. But, you know, let's be honest, there are certain things where you don't measure their value in terms of ROI, entertainment, mm -hmm. the Netflix, movies, and like travel. you said, travel for us, gaming. I think out of your budget or out of our budget, because we can only speak for ourselves, we really look at what's comfortable for us. If you spend, let's say, let's give a big amount, let's say 15,000 pesos on one game, let's say Ragnarok, just for BCC, okay? That's a huge amount. It's an in-game currency, yeah. by the way. If you feel uncomfortable about this, or if you feel you want to not tell your partner about it, Ooh. I think these are red flags already. Yeah. And that you should respect these red flags. Other people, because they shy away from it. Ah, no, wala. Okay lang yan, okay lang. Gagastusin ko pa rin. Or, naman or malalaman. I'm gonna earn more like next month, so it's okay. Like, they'll never find out. But the thing is, you're affecting your relationship already just by hiding something. Because you're only thinking of your self-satisfaction. Hindi mo naiisip, you're actually negatively affecting that relationship by putting in hidden things that could easily just be talked about. Yeah. 
ayaw mo lang masemplang, ayaw mo na sabihin mo sa partner mo and then sabihin niya, masyadong mahal yan. Mm-mm. I think that's what you're afraid of or that most people would be afraid of. So, I think it's a necessary evil to deal with. For us, that's our technique. We really just talk about it. Bonizi will go up to me and say, hey, Fofo, there's this huge item that I would like to buy in the game. It costs X amount. And I tell her, okay, if you do this, you need to know that it's going to cost us this much and it will affect us in this way. Yeah, or if I want to buy something in, let's say, another game, I wanted to buy like these items for Fallout Shelter so I could get a really strong character. He said, okay, but mababawasan yung spending mo sa Ragnarok for this month if you spend that money on that. That's true. Last point for this one. Mm-hmm. Real talk. There are times when things that you like to do, let's say you're a gamer and you like spending, and hindi siya pasok sa budget mo, you will have to sacrifice it. And I think that's what people want to avoid the most. But let's be real. This situation that we're going through at the moment, mm-hmm. it's really humbled a lot of people. And what if for this month you can't spend extra on your gaming? Then lunokin mo na lang yun. Yeah. For me, uh, this is my thinking. Yeah, like yeah. if that happened to us, because for me, what are our non-negotiables? Kaya nga siya non-negotiable. Eh. Yeah, ano yung priorities say, mo? You can't say, ay, oo, babawasan ko muna yung pera natin sa pagkain. <sighs> Hindi muna tayo mag aircon for 30 days. That's a non-negotiable for us. If the money that we spend on luxury things has to come from our non-negotiables, then we have to question, ano ba yung pinagagasusan natin na luxury items? Doon natin kunin, doon natin bawasan yung spending natin when things are getting tough for us. Like, let's not spend on luxury things. I mean, yeah. we'll find a way to enjoy our life together, I would say, yeah. without these luxury items. So far, what we've been able to do is we don't spend on clothes. We haven't spent on clothes in so long. We borrow <laughs> yeah. from friends. Another thing is we haven't eaten out even before the pandemic and even before yeah. the lockdown. We haven't eaten out in so long and rarely, we rarely eat out. Kahit yung mga fast food, yeah, super dalang na. I think a new element just popped up here and that's the element of sacrifice. When uh, money is tight, you need to be open to sacrifice talaga. Kasi this is a two-way thing. And then when you have kids, you have more people involved in your money matters. If you're only going to be thinking about the luxuries that make you happy, and you're not ready to sacrifice that, mm-hmm. I think magkakaproblema tayo kung ganun. I think you really need to know what are your priorities in yeah. terms of your luxuries and the things that make you happy. Yeah. So fortunately for me, you can take away gaming. You can take away all the tech stuff. Hopefully, my budget pa ako pang kape. Kahit kape lang okay na ako. I think that's really important to have those conversations. It's going to be a tough conversation yeah. for sure. Uh, we have a question. Sabi, now that you're married, do you let your partner borrow money from you? Oh. Do we borrow money from no. one another? No. We no, because we have we one account. I mean, technically, if you want to be technical about it, Bonizi's borrowed all her money from me. Because <laughs> all the spending is from his all account. All her money from the past four years, Bonizi has borrowed from me. When we, when, trailer, we, you know. when we were boyfriend and girlfriend, <laughs> did we ever borrow from each other? Yes. Ah, ooh, okay. let's, ex- let's talk about this. Let's okay. talk about this. Oh, I remember borrowing from you. The very first time that Bonizi and I spoke about money. Very early on in the relationship. So this was the time that you were left 
to yourselves. I think your your mom went to the U.S. Yeah. And, and your dad was, went to the province. Yeah, so it was just me, Victor, and Lauren in Manila, out of the blue. Ano mangyayari sa amin? Hindi ko alam. And they were never, ever really taught how to deal with their finances. And there was a moment I was in her room and we were talking and I was like, oh, hey, um, did you pay for your credit card bill? It was just in passing. It was part of the conversation lang. And she was like, what? And I'm like, oh, no, you, you have to pay for your credit card bill. Oh, you just went shopping. Yeah, yeah. No, and you're shocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that conversation led to me finding out that Bonizi had never even seen her credit card bills. Yeah. Ever. Because your mommy ko yung And I was like, oh my God, are you serious? So I, I got scared for her. Bonizi didn't know yet what was happening. She didn't know what to be afraid of. So I said, Bonizi, they send you mail every month. Please look for it. She saw it. I'm not going to say the exact amount, but it was six digits. So, what happened kasi noon? And the problem is she had less than five digits in her bank account. What kasi yes, that's true. That's true. It was a tough time. <laughs> a tough time for my brain also because I not But the setup kasi that we had before was that mom would be the one getting all the mail and then dad would just pay for everything. But I wouldn't know how much. Like, hindi kami nabibrief. Zero awareness ka. Zero awareness. Basically. Like, I was so dependent on my parents that I didn't realize na, oh nga, I should be responsible enough to know these things. And I wasn't being responsible with myself kasi gastos lang ako ng gastos. Okay, so that was the time that I lent Bonizi money. The first time, maybe the last time. Or maybe, you know, maybe it would happen one other time. Yeah. But that was the very first time that I lent Bonizi money because I knew that interest was going to eat her up and that she could not pay for the credit card in full yeah. at that time. And, and that, I didn't want her to pay the minimum because interests, like I said, were just going to go sky high as things went on. So I said, okay, let's do this. Let's figure out the way. Let's help one another out. And we got her out of the hole. And it was interesting because I was like, how do you have that much money? <laughs> I save, yo. No, he's, he was saving money. And I was so amazed because I didn't think that you could even save that amount of money. I mean, my goal when I was younger was, Sana naman, I can reach this amount. And si Mikael, he's only been working for a year and he's already reached that <laughs> amount. Like, what have I been doing all these years that I've been working? Parang wala namang kwenta yung ginagawa ko. Gastos lang ako I didn't know you thought about that. Yeah, no, I thought about that because I had a goal then and I could never reach that. Like, I never saw that in my bank account. Okay, I'm curious. During that time, so you had this goal, but you were never hands-on with your money. How did you think you were going to reach this goal of yours? Parang biglang makikita mo na lang na nandun? Honestly. No, I thought like if I would get like an endorsement, I could reach that eventually. I mean, I wasn't... Ah, uh, so you just wanted to see that number, but let's say kasi you got but the didn't endorsement, didn't mean it would stay in your <laughs> yeah, bank account. that's true. So gusto mo lang makita, ah, okay, naabutan ko na to, and malamang you would spend, I'm assuming. Oh yeah, I would. Wow, darn. I didn't know what I was spending on that's that tough. time. That's tough, yeah. That is tough. So Bonizi would just want to see that number flash once in her passbook, and happy na siya. Okay na lang na mag-free fall siya. yeah. There are so many topics that we can talk about. I think that throughout the lifetime of this podcast, there are going to be so many financial episodes mm -hmm. because there's still so much left on the table. Yeah, I think we can kind of break down our financial podcast little by little. Yeah, so and for we'll now, just focus on certain topics. Na lang. For now, let's. Uh, I guess let's end with a more positive note. Right now, we're married for six months, been together for ten years. What are the financial goals that we have? As a couple. 
It doesn't matter. Financial goals. Mick and I have talked about this a lot. I don't know if I would consider this a financial goal. I think it's more of where are we off to next in our life. I don't want to stop working. I love working. It's Working is something that makes me happy. So I don't want to say that when I reach this amount of money in my bank account, I'm going to stop because... I don't think that's motivation for me. Because I was trying to think in my head, like, ano bang goal ko or goals namin as a couple? Working is not going to stop because there's always going to be a new form of motivation for me as our lives change, as, you know, our family gets bigger. Mag-iiba at mag-iiba yon. Like, what I want now as an individual and as your wife will change when we have children, when our children get bigger. But for me, I just want to make sure na... We always have a rainy day fund. <laughs> so just just something like that. Always have a rainy day fund. Make sure that we're happy in our lives. I just always want to have coffee and video games with me. Okay, so to interpret what you just said, you said two things that resonated in my head. The first thing is that you don't really want to put a goal in your savings because you don't want to succumb to the notion that when I have this amount of savings, I'm going to stop and retire, which is, I think, a goal for others. Yeah. Right? That's cool. I like that because I agree with that. I'm the same. I want to look for something that I can do and work on for a very, very long time without getting tired of it. So I don't have to think about hitting a goal and then retiring because that would also mean you're not super duper happy or the work that you're doing isn't sustainable. I also don't want to stress myself out. Yeah, I also don't want to stress myself out because if I put a number on it and then what happens if after 10 years, I still don't reach it? Am I going to put pressure on myself because of that? Yeah, but this is your style, okay? Yeah, this this is, is mine. Of course, this is based on the life that you're living now and things that are happening. Right now, Bones is a streamer and a content creator and she's enjoying it. And I'm enjoying doing the same, similar things as well. Right now, we see us doing this for a long time and we think it's sustainable. Of course, things change, feelings change. I mean, a lot of things change in the past six months. So. Yeah, and then in terms of short-term financial goals, we really just want coffee and gaming on the table. Mm-mm. I mean, we want to be able to spend a happy amount on them. So coffee every day, yay. As long as I have money to take care of Soba if she gets sick or if we get sick. Very simple financial goals and that is okay. I don't think you need the super extravagant I want to be a super mega billionaire. You can have that if you want, but it's also okay if you don't have that and you have smaller goals. Nice nice stepping stones. Mm-mm. That was yours, my financial goal. With this new work from home setup, Bonizi and I have been seriously discussing something groundbreaking and something that will really change our lives potentially. And that is moving out of Metro Manila. We are seriously considering, if possible and if finances allow, to move to a province. We were thinking Subic, her hometown. La Union is another place. I have a friend in Singapore. That would also be nice to try it out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We've always talked about what life would be outside. Like trying life in a different culture, in a different country. Or a different area. Or a different area. Yeah. And the reason why I think this is a financial goal is because I told Bones that we can only make this decision next year. So we have to see if our work from home setup, our work partnerships work out, if our income allows and our financial situation allows for it, we have certain metrics which we want to hit. Mm -hmm. If we hit these particular goals, then that means it's sustainable enough for us to move out of Metro Manila 
and go to Subic or La Union or move to possibly move to another country for X amount of time. Of course, the Philippines will always be home. At the end of the day, we'll always be back in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. But now that we're young, we're working. We still don't have kids. The work that we have is remote yeah. and pueding work from home then let's make the most out of it. Surprise! <laughs> that was our big uh, new financial goal. So if that happens, then cool. It will be another adventure for us and definitely a lot more podcast episodes about that. <laughs> All right, now it's time for our loaded question of the week. Dun, 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 dun. Parang nagbabago yung loaded question tune mo lagi. Oy, yun parate. Yun ba parate? Sure I don't know. Ka? Let's ask for a compilation. Feeling ko iba-iba yung notes na ginagamit. Hindi eh, parang iba. But anyway, loaded question of the week. What is the loaded question? Okay, loaded question. Is it okay to hide big expenses from your partner rather than fight about it? I'm gonna put in a story of experience. Before, when Mikael and I didn't used to talk about money so much, or when he was starting to ask about money, he would ask for my credit card bill kasi nga, hindi ako tutok sa credit card ko. He would say, take out your expenses, let's see how much you spent, para you can see and know what are the luxury items that you spend on. I remember going shopping at this store that I super loved and I spent a lot of money there and I decided to tell Fofo, wala pa yung credit card bill ko. I was hiding it from him because I was ashamed of my expense. I didn't want him to get mad at me spending. Like, that's what I thought of right away. Mikael will find out that I spent this amount of money. He'll get mad because I'm not practicing what I promised him that I would. He eventually found out about it. And he said, why did you have to hide it from me? You already know what you need to do. You have to be responsible for your actions. This wasn't a smart expense for you to make. But it wasn't right for you to hide that because we made this decision together. To answer this question is if it's okay to hide big expenses from your partner or your loved ones or people who matter, family members, if you live with your family. I think it's all about accountability. Mm-hmm. If you make a big expense, there's a possibility that you will be judged. There's a possibility that there will be pushback. Yeah. But if you were able to justify that expense within you and you weren't doing it for selfish reasons and that you can still meet your financial obligations to other people and mm-hmm. to yourself, then don't be afraid. But the thing is, Bonizi, like you said, you were afraid because you knew that it was irresponsible. Yeah. At that point. Like my motivation for hiding it was because I didn't want us to fight. Yeah. But that was already wrong. Nah. We always go back. It's always a running theme. It's always about honesty. Once you're able to discuss topics that you feel very anxious and scared about, I think that's a step forward for your relationship. So yeah, okay. It's a step back for you and your finances. But if you told me, then it was a step forward for our relationship. And ultimately, that's going to matter more. Yeah. Because the strength of your relationship will also affect the strength of your finances down the road. So they go hand in hand. So if it's a double negative, wala talaga mangyayari. If there's at least one positive, kahit negative yung finances, at least there's still movement forward kahit yes, papano. Yes, yes. So that's my take on it. It's very simple really, at least in terms of our relationship. And I hope you guys learned something. Or if you want to answer the loaded question of the week, 
please put it in the comments below because we really appreciate the feedback that you guys give. We love hearing stories from you. You don't have to put names or whatnot or certain details, but it's nice to hear like different experiences from different people. And of course, expect more financial episodes down the line. And hey, if that financial goal of ours of moving out of Metro Manila happens, do expect a lot of cool podcasts <laughs> about that topic. Thank you for joining us. I'll see you guys. I'm Fofo. And I'm Bones. Bye. And this is Hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh- <laughs> wow, may pahabul ka. You never used to do that. You're catching me off guard. Well, para malagay na hashtag. Okay, all right. Bye. Bye.